0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everyone. Some people talk about revival. They talk about how revival's coming. But it's already come here. Hallelujah. And uh, we're going to get with you in a little while. Hallelujah. It seems like somebody's waiting for something. And I'll tell you, whenever you get God's people excited, there ain't a crazier bunch on the face of this world than God's people. Hallelujah. We get more crazy than we did when we were in the world. Amen. Remember, go to dances. Amen. Get under the influence. And you start acting crazy. Tell you the next day, you know what you did last night? You say what? And then you go, oh, my. I did that, but I want you to know something, we're under another kind of influence. That's the influence of the Holy Ghost. We haven't stopped dancing. We haven't stopped shouting. We haven't stopped running. Hallelujah. We're not running from the law no more. We're running with Jesus now. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'll tell you, that new wine, hallelujah. I said that new wine is something good. That new wine is something special. Can buy it at a liquor store. Can buy it at a street corner. But all you gotta do is lift your head and say Jesus. Hallelujah! I said all you gotta do is say Jesus. Oh. Said in the last days, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Hallelujah! If this ain't the Holy Ghost, I don't know what the Holy Ghost is. If this is not an outpouring of the Spirit of God, I don't know what an outpouring is. But I'm so glad I'm in Joel's bar tonight. I said, I'm so glad I'm under the Holy Ghost. Bless you. want to appreciate your pastor. You know, every time we come to East Los Angeles, amen, it just seems like the Lord always takes us on a vacation. Amen, you're working and laboring, and I know your pastor really knows what it's all about. Just when you get tired, the Lord gives you an invitation to East LA. Sometimes you get invited elsewhere, but you say, "Oh Lord, take me down to East LA." Hallelujah. Sometimes you got to sweat it out. Sometimes your guts feel like coming out. But I'll tell you when the Holy Ghost is there. Jesus said, Amen. The Word says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Amen. Liberty to shout. Liberty to sing. Liberty to dance. Liberty to preach, liberty to shout. Amen. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. You can just raise your hand. Hallelujah you ain't nobody gotta make you hallelujah when the holy ghost and the unction of the spirit of god starts moving on the inside amen it's just an energy that runs right through your arms it's just a power that gets right deep down in your soul it's the power of the holy ghost and you shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you Hallelujah, hallelujah, we're glad to be here tonight, amen, they don't treat you better than in East L.A., I told Brother Dave Hernandez Jr., I said, you treat me any better, you're going to have to keep me here, he said, you should have let me know, I would have put you up in Motel 6, hallelujah, how many ready for the word of the Lord tonight, I'd like to invite you tonight, to the epistle of second Peter whatever you want tonight it's here if you need healing you don't have to come to the very front to get healed you just need some faith that can reach up and say God I believe If you need renewing, you don't have to come up. Just right where you're at. Just say, here I am, Lord, I believe on you. I want to preach tonight with the help of the Lord upon a subject that we feel impressed of God. That subject is like a dog that returneth to its vomit. 2 Peter chapter 2. Verses 20 and 22. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, and the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them, according to the true proverb, the dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the soul that was washed to her walling in the mire. I want you to notice the middle of verse 22. But it is happened unto them, according to the true proverb, the dog is returned to his own vomit again. We're preaching on like the dog that returned to its vomit. Lord, we come before you this morning. God, we thank you tonight for the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah, God. We feel your presence tonight in a very special way. God, we're asking your anointing upon your preacher right now, God. Let your spirit, God, the unction of the Holy Ghost, anoint me right now, God. Anoint this vessel of clay, God. Lord, let your spirit speak, God, unto your church, Lord. God, give me liberty, Lord. Bring things to my remembrance, God. Give words in my mouth that your church might be fed tonight, God, and we'll give you the honor and the glory. We ask you, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. You may be seated. When the children of Israel had come to the plains of Moab, the king of Moab, Balak, saw that God had done something in the midst of his people. When Balak saw the number of the children of Israel fear God in his heart. He didn't know what to do because he knew that he was no match for the children of God. He knew that he would not be able to overtake them. And so it came to his mind of a prophet by the name of Balaam. And when King Balak thought about Balaam, he understood that Balaam had a walk with God. And that Balaam had a special ministry in God. And so he sends his servants to Balaam. And this was what he was asking. Balaam, I want you to come to the mountains of Moab. And I want you to curse the children of Israel. Because I cannot stand before them. When the servants got there and they inquired of Balaam, he asked, what is it that the king wants? And they told him, and he said, stay here, I'm going to go pray. I'm going to go seek the face of God. I'm going to go inquire of what saith the Lord. And he got on his knees and he started praying and he started asking of God. And he said, Lord, they want me to go and they want me to curse your children. But God said this to Balaam, and he said it very clear. He said, Balaam, I don't want you to go. I don't even want you to think about it, because my people are not a cursed people. My people are a blessed people. Hallelujah. I'm glad tonight that we are not a cursed people. I'm glad tonight that we are a blessed people. And the reason we are a blessed people is because we got the God of heaven on our side. And he is the one that opens the windows of heaven and showers down, hallelujah, the blessings that are poured upon his own he went back to the servants and he said i can't go god strictly told me no they went back to balak and they said balaam will not come and so he thought within himself because he knew the weakness of man he said i want you to go back to him and i want you to tell him this tell him if he comes I'll make him the richest man that I can I'll give him all the riches and all the glory and I'll do everything that he wants me to do and they came back to him and they said the king says if you come he'll give you all the silver and all the gold that your heart will desire and somehow way deep down inside of him there was a way of air way deep down inside of him there was a greediness that all of a sudden came to the surface and the reason it came to the surface was because Balaam was not true blue because Balaam was not holy on the inside because Balaam had covetousness inside of his soul and he said wait here i'm gonna go seek god but i'm gonna tell you something when god says no god means no it's not maybe it's not perhaps it's not i might change my mind no my friend when god says that he means it and his word declares it hallelujah amen he got on the donkey he started making his way towards Moab. All of a sudden, amen, the angel of the Lord appears before that donkey. That donkey opens up his eyes. He sees the angel of the Lord. And he turns from the way that he's going. All of a sudden, amen, Balaam gets mad and he starts beating upon the beast. But the Bible says that God made that dumb animal to preach to that preacher. Amen. He looked at that preacher and he said, listen to me. I've been your servant since the day you you bought me and I've done everything you want. But my friend, you're an idiot to go against the will of God. I want you to know that the Lord is here and that the Lord has spoken. And you cannot do otherwise what God wants. Hallelujah but in his madness and in his stubbornness he went anyway and he said at the end he said Balak I can't curse these people because they're blessed of God but I'll tell you what I know how to throw a stumbling block he said to all the women of Moab and the children of Israel will commit adultery and they'll intermarry with them and because of that he got around but my friend you never get around God You never climb over God. You never go underneath God. I want you to know that heaven and earth shall pass away. But the word of God shall stand to the very end. When this world is turned away with, God's word shall stand. Hallelujah. Almost 20 years ago in my life. There came a knocking on my heart's door. My Bible says that he is not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. My Bible says that his will is that all men might come to know this great salvation. Hey Amen. Almost 20 years ago, I felt a knocking on my heart's door. I didn't understand it all. I didn't know who was knocking, I didn't know what he wanted. But something inside of me said, don't open the door. Something inside of me said, don't go to the door. I didn't understand God. I couldn't reason God out. But one thing I knew, that was God knocking on my heart's door. And I understood one thing, that God wanted to come in, that God wanted to make his abode something on the inside says no 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 don't open up the door don't let him come in my friend i want you to know tonight that jesus still is knocking on the door if you don't know god tonight there's a god that is knocking on your heart's door there's a god that is saying let me in there's a god that meant to make his abode in you and sup with you and you with him I didn't know what he wanted. I didn't know what he had to offer. All I knew was that there was something inside of me that rejected it and did not receive it. But I thank God that he never stopped knocking. And one night in an apostolic altar, I said, God, I don't know what you want. And God, I don't understand it all. But here it is. The door is open. If you want to come in, come on in. no more God it's wide open to you hallelujah and the day I opened my door I want you to know that God stepped right inside and God made his abode in me what I didn't understand was the most beautiful thing that I ever experienced amen what I couldn't figure out was something that flooded my soul with the love of God But I found something inside of me that didn't like the idea of God coming in. I found something inside of me that didn't like the fact that he made lordship in my heart. Amen. The Bible talks about Jeremiah and the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. And God said, I want you to go to the children of Israel. I want you to preach to them. I want you to tell them that if they don't get right, I'm going to send my judgment. Amen. He went down to Jeremiah preached to them. He saw all those reprobates. He saw all those rebellious, stiff-necked people. Amen. But he was there. Amen. Under the commission of Almighty God. He preached to those reprobates. He preached to them the way God wanted to. Amen. But when he left that day, he was glad he left. You go to some church and you're glad you're gone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But God came knocking. And he said, I want you to go again. He said, no, God, they don't want to hear. I want you to go again. And he went again and he preached to them. And they rejected him one more time. Amen. God came again and again. And then one day, amen, he said this. He said, I'm not going to preach no more. These people don't want God. They don't want the word of God. But when he was thinking upon these words, he said, all of a sudden, I felt power set up inside of my bone. All of a sudden, I felt the unction." Of the Holy Ghost. You might not want to worship God. But just let the young Of the Holy Ghost start burning inside of you. You might not want to walk with God. But just let the fire start burning inside of you. And my friend you'll do nothing else. But the good will of God. God wants to become so much of a part of us until he is actually all of us until he's actually our way of living hallelujah something on the inside said don't let him in but the day i came in and the day he took lordship he said i've come to give you life and i come to give it you more abundantly he said I come to show you how to walk I come to show you how to live I come to show you what true life is all about my friend I don't gotta go searching tonight I don't gotta go looking tonight I don't gotta go wondering where it's at tonight I'm in the place where the spirit of God is and I have found the answer in Jesus Christ my Lord and my Savior hallelujah How come you let him in? We were doing so good before you let him in. But I want you to know something I did not know life until Jesus came in I didn't know what it was all about until my eyes were opened up amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me I once was lost but now I'm found I was blind but now I see well, i gonna tell you something I was dead one day in my sins I was dead one day in my trespasses you couldn't get Get me to worship God, you couldn't get me to church. But the day he walked inside, he said, I'll take you to church myself, I'll teach you how to worship myself, I'll give you my life in you that you'll be satisfied from the top of your head to the soul of your foot. Hallelujah. I don't know how you feel about God tonight, but He's the best thing that ever happened to me. Somebody said, yeah, it wears out after three months. Honey, I've had it 20 years. It hasn't worn out. It hasn't got cold. It hasn't got out. It's still the fire that's shut up shot of my bones. I can still shout the victory. I can still dance a little bit. I can still run a little bit. Because my God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The power of our salvation, he does not change. Oh hallelujah. Oh hallelujah. I said it's revival time in East Los Angeles. I said in 1984, it's revival time in East Los Angeles. God's power is still powerful. God's power still great. He hasn't shown his arm. His arm is able tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When Pastor Hernandez came to East Los Angeles, they said, just give him a couple of months. Amen. He won't be here long. Amen. When he was here a year, they said, he's not getting nowhere. But honey, I'm going to tell you something. They might grew every church in Los Angeles. I said, they've done whatever thing. Hallelujah. Why? Because we're still excited about God, because we're still shouting about God, because we're still living for God, the devil can't take it out. I said the devil can't take it out. I said the devil can't wipe it out. I said the devil can't drown it out. It's inside. It's too deep for him. It's the love of God in our hearts. Oh, Hallelujah. 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 I feel the power of the Holy Ghost tonight. I feel the unction of the Holy One tonight. I feel like God's with us. And if God is with us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. 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 Somebody said we're going to have revival. Honey, we're already in revival. You don't got to wait a Saturday. You don't got to wait a Sunday. God is here and revival's here. And if you think this is something, just wait when we get our motors in gear. Just wait when we really start a setting. We're going to wipe them a double out. We're going to run over the enemy because God is on our side. Hallelujah. He said, let me in, I'll show you how to live. I'll show you how to live. He said, don't listen to that old boy. That old boy don't know how to do nothing. Took you out to every bar you can go to. Took you out of every dance hall you could go to. Amen. Took you to the drugs. Took you to the sex. Took you everywhere he could. But you know where you were at after he finished? You were on the side of a road somewhere. You were empty. You were naked. hurt. good tonight you could get a whole lot of people from a whole lot of churches and put them inside of here and brother i'll tell you they eat up everything that's inside of here they're so hungry hallelujah and just to think that you got it here Just to think that you got some of the best musicians. You got some of the best preachers. You got some of the best singers. If God's been good to anybody, he's been good to East L.A. If God has visited anybody, he has visited East L.A. But brother, you better keep your ears tuned to the voice of God. You better keep your mind on God because it's called that is the one that leads us on. You know what the strange thing? You can be in the midst of all the blessings of God and still miss it all. Sometimes we just don't feel like listening. Sometimes we just don't feel like hearing anything. And then we come to the conclusion that the church is dead. We come to the conclusion that the church asked for too much money. We come to the conclusion that it's too loud. But I'm going to tell you something. It's not too much money. It's not too loud. It's not anything but beautiful. Hallelujah. Because it's the church of the living God. It represents the glory of God. It's a reflection of the God that we serve. And the God that we worship. And the God that has given us eternal life. The church is a reflection of the glory. And the manifestation of the God. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't come from Stockton to preach five minutes from here. I come to pour my heart out. I come to get drunk inside of my soul I come to preach until I get tired I come to preach until I get drunk I come to preach until I feel good all inside I come to receive a blessing I come to glorify God I come in the house of the Lord to magnify God with the saints of the Most High God Hallelujah Amen. Dennis can wait a little while. I said Dennis can wait a little while. We're having some Denny down here. We're having some steak right now. We're having some very some good food right now. Because this man is from heaven and it's the good food that God gives to his own. Hallelujah. You want to know something? All heaven surrounding this place. You want to know something else? Heaven don't know what you're shouting about. Heaven don't know what you're making the noise about. You know why they don't know? Because they don't got the Holy Ghost. They're saying, I wish I had what they had. I wish I could feel what they feel. But honey, Gabriel can't have it. And Michael can't have it. If they're going to have it, they're going to have to come down and take a form of a man. Amen. Repent of their sins and be dead. say God's how to do something sometimes he says I don't know about that one my Lord that's a stubborn one there you know what they do to stubborn sheep when the sheep won't stay in the fall? They break his leg. And sometimes in the spirit, when the Holy Ghost is moving in a mighty way and the blessings of God are being poured out, Sometimes God shakes his head and he can't understand why some people will still go astray, why some people will still eat on polluted ground, why some people can't open up their eyes. But thank God that he's a good shepherd and he doesn't miss on us. He doesn't back off on us. He says, I'm gonna do something to you. And by the time I finish with you, you're gonna be made of the potter, hallelujah. I don't know about you, but he's still the potter and I'm still the clay. And tonight I say, God, make me according to your passion. He said, I'm going to work. I'm going to work. I'm going to work when you're asleep. I'm going to work on you. You stubborn thing, I'm going to work on you. You're going to work until you don't even know I'm working. Hallelujah. One day a woman by the name of Ann Sullivan I think about this testimony, a woman that lost her mind was admitted into an institution. When she got there, she completely went out of her mind. They had to put her inside a padded cell. Amen, they said after a while, she got vicious. Everybody that went inside, she would jump on them and bite them and scratch them and everything. They lost hope on her until one day a nurse came by when she looked at that little lady. She got an inspiration inside of her soul. An impression that said, I can help that lady. You know what happened after a while? After when she couldn't get in, she thought to myself, I got to get a hold of this lady. Amen. She started baking her some brownies. And every time she would come, she would leave little Annie some brownies. Until all of a sudden amen, one day they opened up that prison door. And they let her inside and little Annie just opened her heart. That woman started working on her and digging at her and getting on the inside. You know what? Sometimes we're inside of our prison door. Sometimes we think we're no good for nothing. Sometimes we think we might not make it. But I'm going to tell you something. There's somebody that comes inside. There's somebody that says, Hey, I'm not finished with you yet. By the time I finish with you, I'm going to give you an overhaul. You're going to be able to spit right on the devil's eye. You're going to be able to dance in the valley. You're going to be able to shout whenever things dark and gray. You're going to be able to lift your head and say, Hey, I'm going to heaven. And there's not a devil in hell that can stop me. Because Jesus is a work in the heart of his people. Come on, my friend. I said, come on, my friend. I said, Jesus is working. He's working overtime. He's working from morning to night. He's out to make something out of you. He's the potter and we're the clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, God. Take us to the valley when we got to go to the valley. Come on, God. When we got to see the rain, help us to see the rain. God said, I'm going to work on you. I'm going to work on you. I'm going to dig inside of your soul. Hallelujah. I'm going to become such a part of you that everything inside of you that does not conform to me, I'm going to wipe it down in the bottom. I'm going to bury it under the ground until my life is flowing through you. Not too long ago, I took my family down to the marine world. I had my children there. And I was sitting down. And it started getting crowded. And just where I was sitting, there was a gap to get in. See, but it was already full. And I had my family there. And all of a sudden, a man came by. And he said, excuse me, sir, can I get by? I said, you're going to have to go around. Talking about a dog, I felt like one. That old man inside of me said, don't worry about it. But something inside of me felt like a dog. I felt so bad until I wanted to get up and I wanted to give him my chair. Until I would have given the whole auditorium if I had the power to do so. (laughs) Hey man, somebody said, what difference does it make? I'll tell you what difference it makes. I got a God living inside of me that said, hey, I'm going to live my life to you. I'm going to show you how to live. I'm going to show you how to act like a human being. I'm going to take the animal out of you. I'm going to take everything that's no good until you're going to feel it deep down inside of your soul. Until you're not going to hurt a pride. Until you're going to walk the way I want you to walk and live the way I want you to live and stand what I want you to stand for. Oh, come on, church, hallelujah. I said Jesus is a working. I said Jesus is a working. I said he's a potter and we the clay and he's making something out of us. You want to know something? I couldn't stay mad with you if you slapped me on my face. Don't try it. Just take my word. I got something inside of me that's dynamite. Somebody said, I remember how bad I was in the world. Honey, I'm going to tell you something. When you come inside the church of the living God, there ain't nobody bad no more. There's somebody that showed you who was the bad one. There's somebody that showed you who was the boss. There's somebody who showed you that was better than you are. And that's the God of heaven. He got you down on the floor and he woke you up until you came up the way God wanted you to come up. oh no my friend we don't got bad ones no more amen god will take the hardest one and he'll make a lamb out of him i said god take the most vicious one and god make a lamb out of him the world said what happened what did you do i'll tell you what we did we went to the feet of jesus and we bowed down and we said god your lord and i'm nothing Oh, he's everything tonight, hallelujah. I said, he's everything tonight, praise God. I said, I'm working. I'm working. Did you know that when a baby finally walks, it's not a big thing like it was when you thought he was going to walk. Those of you that have children, before that baby walks, he's going to have to crawl. Not that he's been crawling a spell, he's going to have to get on that table and start learning how to move his legs. And by the time they finally walk, It's not going to be a great surprise, man. And I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes it seems like we're not getting nowhere. Sometimes it seems like God isn't doing anything. But I'm going to tell you something. That he's at work, hallelujah. And he's out to make a vessel of honor, He's out to work inside of our soul. There's something about this human body that is very peculiar that you know this human body has the ability to reject illness sometimes you don't gotta go to the aspirin bottle sometimes it heals itself but I'm gonna tell you something inside of that body there are antibiotics There are things that resist, things that shouldn't be inside of there. Sometimes when you get up in the morning and all of a sudden you're in a cold sweat and your fever has gone up, you know why your fever's up? Because your body is fighting the illness that's trying to get inside. It's trying to fight and it's sweating away all the germs that it has inside. Sometimes when our stomach is upset, it's because things have come inside. It's because the stomach is rejected. That's how sometimes you got to go throw up somewhere. Sometimes when a child is ill, sometimes when a child has fever, you know what the best cure is? A lot of times it's just a plane throwing up. You know what God said? He said, I'm going to work inside of your soul. Until I put an antibiotic inside of there. That everything is not of me. Everything that does not declare me. I'm going to work so much inside of you. I'm going to deal so much inside of you. Until you're going to vomit everything that's not of mine. Until the fever is going to break out spiritually. Until I'm so much a part of you. That you're not going to be able to stand the illness. Tell me if God ain't at work. Go try cussing up a storm. See if you don't have a spiritual vomiting. Hallelujah. David said I'm going to stay home today. They said David. All the kings are going to battle. Yeah but I'm going to stay home today because I don't feel good today. And the Bible says that all of a sudden that David went on the rooftop. And lo and behold, there was a Bathsheba down there. And all of a sudden David wanted her. And David took her. And David committed adultery with her. David was having himself a time when he was in the bed. David was rejoicing in the flesh when he was partaking of sin and that wasn't enough he had the man the man had killed the wife of that man he had it killed Amen. All of a sudden everything was going wrong. David had slipped out somewhere. But you want to know something? Long time ago behind a, a desert somewhere there was a God that was working inside of David. There was a God that said David I'll never leave you alone. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you to the very end David. But all of a sudden David felt like he had failed God. He felt like he wasn't no more good for God. He felt this is the end. But you want to know something? All of a sudden, David went into a spiritual fever. All of a sudden, the things that he did, it didn't agree with his inner man. It didn't agree with his spiritual man. You know what he was saying? He was saying, I feel sick on the inside. I feel like throwing up on the inside. I feel a fever breaking up. You want to know why? Because it was God working in him. God's working. Well, I think I'll just go my merry way. Honey, you can't go your merry way. (laughs) I'm just going to do my thing. You better get ready to get a good sickness. You better get ready to do some vomiting. Because he that's been working inside of you has put an antibiotic in you. Did you ever read the scripture? They that are born of God cannot commit sin. In the book of John, it says anyone that is born of God, he cannot commit sin. In other words, he cannot practice sin. Somebody said, how come? I'll tell you how come. Because you got the Holy Ghost inside of you. Because everything that's not of God, the Holy Ghost is fighting inside of you. You can be sitting here backsliding inside of your heart. But I'm going to tell you something. You got something on the inside that's a-working. You got a fever that's a-breaking out. You got a stomach that's a-turning over. You got a God that's saying, hey, I'm not finished with you. You just got to let me have my way. I'm about to make something out of you. Hallelujah. You ever heard that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for fever. Hallelujah sometimes. Amen. You want to go your own little way. And sometimes we don't want to be exactly like God wants us to be but I'm going to tell you something if you got enough Holy Ghost inside of you you got something that's a working on the inside of you you got something that's a moving on the inside of you, you don't need a pastor 24 hours a day you don't need a preacher preaching to you 24 hours a day, you got a God inside of you that's a working day in and day out the day you slip from him he's going to give you a spiritual sickness that you're never going to forget why? because God's a Working, because God's a moving. Because God's doing his thing. Oh, hallelujah. 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 We had a young man in Stockton. Amen. He said, I can't go no more, God. I can't live for you no more, God. He went back to the world. But you know what happened to him? He got sick on the inside. It wasn't just a physical sickness. It was a spiritual sickness. Now, I'll tell you how he feels. He feels good from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. His mind's healed. His heart's healed. His soul is healed. Everything's healed because he's the doctor and he knows how to work on a patient. tonight we got a heavenly daddy he takes care of us 24 hours a day what revival is? Revival is inside of the heart. Revival is that that has been dead, but it's alive now. Yeah, we get sick sometimes. Yeah, we get a headache sometimes. Yeah, we get a stomachache sometimes. Yeah, we get a fever sometimes. But that's alright. We got a position that knows how to heal our will and soul and put us up on our feet again. Just give me a little bit more time. I'm unwinding now. Just give me a little bit more time. I feel good about the God I'm serving. Hallelujah. I said, I feel good about the God I'm serving. Hallelujah. He hasn't left me. He hasn't forsaken me. When I thought I couldn't get up no more, He said, here, take my hand. I'll pick you up. I'll set you on your feet. You don't got to worry. I'm your God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what the sickniest thing to see? You ever seen a dog throw up? The ugliest thing to see is a dog licking his own vomit. You know what he's licking? He's partaking of that that his stomach rejected. One time I was in Fresno and I walked inside of a restroom. And when I walked inside of there, I saw what was supposed to be a child of God. And when I looked at him and looked in his eyes, he was good and loaded. And when he looked at me, he said, Praise the Lord, Brother Mendoza. And I said, My God. He said, Isn't the Lord good? I said, in your case, I don't think it's the Lord. But you know where God brought him from? God brought him from the drugs. God brought him from the gutter. And you know what God does when he changes your heart? He makes you spiritually vomit everything that is not of God. I don't know about you, when I got up from the altar... I didn't have any desire for drugs. I didn't have the desire for liquor. I didn't have the desire for such. I fell in love with God. And everything that was not of God, it came out of me somehow. It moved out of me somehow. And I'm going to tell you something. What I got inside is good. And it's true blue. And it's pure from heaven. Hallelujah. And I cannot out of my system hallelujah I looked at him and the first thing that came to my mind Amen, that I think about right now. is the dog that returneth to the vomit. It's like the dog that he up, that which his body has rejected. I'm so glad tonight that I'm in a church that is holy. And I'm in a church that is pure blue. Hallelujah. I'm glad tonight I don't gotta go back and partake of the things that God threw out of my system. I'm glad tonight I don't need liquor to shed. I don't need drugs to share. I just need a good thing of the unction of the Holy Ghost inside of me. You don't need the things that you vomited out. Oh, yeah. Said you don't need them. Your system rejected it. You don't have to partake of it. Let me have a piano player for a while here. Hallelujah. When man fell, he fell hard. He lost everything. Somebody told me one day, they said, Brother Mendoza, I don't plan to go to church no more. He said, but don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean I'm going to go back to sin and what I used to do. I said, do you ever hear about the dog that returns to his vomit? I said, you know why it does that? It's his nature to do it. It's in him to do it. I said, without God, you're going back to where God picked you up from. Had a young man from prison come down. Won souls in saw You ought to hear his testimony. They tried to baptize men in garbage cans. They couldn't do it because their shoulders were too big. A winner for God. A champion for God. He came home. The Lord used my dad under his ministry to win him. My dad said, son, when Ernie comes out, go visit him. He said, go right away. I went the first day Ernie came out of prison. There was Ernie, tall, big, praising the Lord. You should have seen Ernie. First time he came to church, he brought his whole family. You know why your family will come with you? Because of what they've seen God has done for you. They come because they can't believe their eyes. They remember you. You were in the pig spin. You were good for nothing. But now you come walking in with the Bible and a smile for me to hear. And they see something about you they can't understand. And the reason they're here is because you're a living testimony of the power of Almighty God and what God can do. Your life. That night God moved on his family, his mother. And I thought to myself, God's going to use Ernie. But you know what happened, Ernie? The story of the dog that returned to his vomit. One day he turned on his radio. Started listening to all those only but goodies. I don't know about you. But when God saved me. I threw all that junk up out of me. I said when God saved me. All those only but goodies, all that worldly music, it came out of my sister mother. There was a new song inside of me. It wasn't a sad song. It wasn't a lustful song. It wasn't that I lost my sweetheart. It was that I found a new sweetheart. It was a song of Zion that had me captivated. Oh, hallelujah. You know what he said he said there ain't nothing wrong with that i said wait a minute i said wait a minute i said god threw that junk out of you when he saved you i said you don't gotta go back to the junk that you threw up and partake of it again when god cleaned you out he cleaned you out for good it's not maybe it's not God changes mind. I'm going to tell you something, Church. He's as holy as he ever been. What has been known before, it's no today. It's never going to change. It's not going to be yes. It's no, 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 no. Hallelujah. Going back to the vomit back to the junk that God took out of me. Let's go out, Ernie. Went out. All of a sudden I saw his glassy eyes. I said, Ernie, I said, no. Nothing wrong with it. I said you're like the dog that has turned back to the vomit. You're like the dog that has thrown up what is now pleasing to his stomach. And I'm going to tell you something, church, that we can shout all we want, dance all we want. But after we finish shouting, and after we finish dancing, and after we finish running, you better get ready to walk a straight line with Jesus Christ because he's not a two-timer. I said he's too blue. I said these people aren't a bunch of hypocrites. They're too blue to the very end. Not too long ago. You know. When I got saved. There was a lot of things. I really believed. And I believe them to this very day. I wouldn't care what anybody did. I would do them. Anyhow. We've had preachers in our ranks. That have preached strong holiness. And right now. They got backslidden churches. You want to know something? Because it wasn't true blue on the inside. Let me tell you something strange that happened to me not too long ago. I don't know if it was God testing me. I don't know if it was me. One day my brother-in-law told me, he said, Hey, I got a pool table, sacramental. He said, If you want it, you can have it, do what you want with it. I'm not here to preach about pool table I'm just trying to relate something to you I'll let your pastor take care of that I went and got that pool table and at first I thought about selling it but then I'd like the idea maybe playing with it a little bit You know what the strangest thing happened? In 18 years, I've never heard anybody preach about pool tables. (laughs) I never heard nobody preach, even mention it. But one time when I was a newcomer, and that night we had a visitor, and when that visitor came, you know he preached about tables. You talk about feeling like a dog. I feel like one. He said he was giving his brother's testimony. He said I remember my brother he just used to be in those pool holes just shooting that, those pool balls all day long. And my God when he said that I mean the Holy Ghost convicted me. And you know what I said? I said, it's going out tomorrow. If i got to throw that thing out myself, it's going out. Somebody said, hey, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know everything there is to know about it. But one thing I do know, that if the Holy Ghost is dealing with me, and the Holy Ghost says no, it's no. It's going to be no now. It's going to be no a thousand years from now. Because it's God doing the work. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody said, what difference would it have made? I'll tell you what difference it would have made. Every time i get on my knees to pray for God, he would ask asked me about that pool table. Every time I would have wanted to, hey, amen, make love with God, he would have talked to me about that pool table. Anything that's not about my friend, you're not going to walk in the line until you take care of all that junk that God wants out. We let junk in our houses. And you know what we say? It's all right now, 1984. Don't get quiet on me now. I'm just getting going now. Come on now. Come on now, God, never put an okay on that. God never said it was all right. What's not of God 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it's not of God right now. You can't be like Balaam and asking, is it all right, God? Can I have it, God? It seems all right, God, no. God said, no, 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 no. What I threw out of your system, I got junk inside of you. I don't want your partaking of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I cleaned you up, son. And I showed you life. You know what they said about that early church? They said these people are drunk. People come and shout it here. They look at all you and they say they're crazy. They told me they were crazy, but now I know they're crazy. And we admit we're crazy. But we got something to be crazy about. Hallelujah. We're not shouting because somebody threw a touchdown pass. We're not shouting because somebody hit a grand slam. We're not shouting because of the Olympics. We're shouting because God is on our side. And God has given us the victory. And God is all in our soul. Hallelujah said about the early church, they said these people are drunk. They're under the influence. What are they under the influence of? Of liquor? And Peter said, no, no, no. These people are not drunk the way you think. These people are not intoxicated the way you think. Yeah, they're under the influence, but they're under the influence of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I'll tell you something tonight. You know what's in this place tonight? It's the anointing of God. It's the power of God. It's the Holy Ghost. That we serve, we're under the influence of Almighty God. Hallelujah. 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 But I'm not going to stay drunk in this church. I'm going to walk out feeling good. I'm going to walk out under the influence of the Holy Ghost. I said, I'm going to walk out of this place under the influence of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to walk out of this place in the power of Almighty God. When I walk outside this place, I'm going to have a love burning in my soul. I'm going to have a pure general love of God burning in my soul. No, my brother, I plan to get drunk in the car. I get, it, get drunk at home. Hey Amen. When I get up in the morning, get me under the influence, God. Get me under the power of God. Get me under the power of your spirit, God. And God will. If the vessel's clean. And the vessel's holy. And the vessel has been cleaned out. see. Hallelujah. You know what I felt when I came inside of here? My God, I felt the anointing of Almighty God. Oh, I felt the power of Almighty God. I felt the move of God. I felt like somebody was waiting for something. They were waiting for an explosion. They were waiting for a great revival. They were waiting for the God of heaven to come down. And you know what? The God of heaven did come down. Hallelujah. And the God of heaven did feel this place. Hallelujah. But God has something to say besides all that. God has moved in our hearts. Hallelujah. I want everybody to stand. I feel a lot of people got revival in their heart. But you know what else I feel? I feel some people are sick. I say I feel some people are sick. Help me now, Jesus. Help me now, Lord. Hallelujah. I want everybody here to open up your heart right now. I want you to open up your heart right now. There's a beautiful move of the Holy Ghost. If you don't feel it, you can at least see it, because even sinners can see that. Let me be very true for you. How many feel joy? How many feel peace? How many feel like God is in the midst of his people? Hallelujah. How many feel good on the inside? How many feel healed on the inside? I'm not talking about a physical headache. You might have a physical headache. Maybe you've been praying. Maybe you've been fasting. I'm not talking about the outside. I'm talking about the inside. How many feel good on the inside? How many feel whole on the inside? How many feel the burning of the love of God on the inside? How many feel like living for God? How many feel like shouting the victory? How many feel like magnifying God? Why? Because you feel good on the inside? I'm to tell you something. Did you know it's almost impossible for you to worship with liberty when you're sick in body? Did you know that if you want to be truthful? If you had a splitting headache, it would be very hard for you to worship God. If you had a, a migraine headache, it would be very hard for you to shout. Now I'm going to tell you something else. In the midst of revival, in the midst of a church that's marching on, we got a lot of sick people in the midst of us. We got a lot of people that spiritually, they're sick on the inside. And you know why they're sick on the inside? Because they got things on the inside that need to come out. They got things on the inside that you need a spiritual fever. And you need a spiritual breaking through until you feel whole again in the power of the Holy Ghost and feel the power of God working on you oh yeah somebody said I I just don't feel like it how come you don't feel like it come on how come you don't feel like it when God's so good and God's so great and the power of God is moving you want to know why because a lot of times you're sick in your soul you sick come on let's pray Somebody said, Come on, let's pray. God looking out there on you. God looking out there on you. When's the last time you really fell whole in the Holy Ghost? When's the last time, hallelujah, that all that came out of your soul was a praise of Almighty God and a worship of God? How long are you going to live sick in the Holy Ghost? How long are you going to live in everything that God is rejected? Because the time, my friend, you got to take it out of your system that you can feel the power of God, not just on the surface, not just professionally, not just a man of formalism, but the power of God burning in your soul because God is real in your heart. Come on now, God's talking to some hearts right now. God saying, come on, I want you to take that joke out of you. I want you to take that joke out of you. You say, but God, I'm not sure. Yeah, you're sure tonight? God's telling you right to your face. It's a no, no, no. It's always been a no. But you haven't let me work in your heart. Come on. Come on. He said, I want to make you whole. I want to make you whole come on there's something plugging up your spiritual man there's something hindering your spiritual man come on it's time to break through the barrier it's time to break through the garrison it's time to get in revival it's time to get in revival church i want to feel it a week from now but come on church you gotta clean on the inside you gotta make it holy on the inside you gotta make it right on the inside you gotta have a spiritual touch of god on the inside Oh God. Oh God. Oh Lord, I know in the name of Jesus Lord, we bind every spirit that's not of you. We loosen God, your children and I in the Holy Ghost. We loosen the power of your spirit in the Holy Ghost. God, right now in the name of Jesus, we want you to break in every heart tonight. We want you to crush down every the door tonight. We want you to come in right now in the name of Jesus and talk to our heart and deal with our soul and make us whole on the inside.